Ordinary gentlemen such as myself. Thank you for joining another episode of your very own League Podcast. Uh, and thank you for the feedback. I appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoy this. I'm still going to continue to stroke my ego whether or not you want me to. So it uh, doesn't matter. But I appreciate you listening. Uh, league Notes. Let's go ahead and start off with uh, training camp started. Pretty much every team, I think, has now entered their own training camp. Uh, so... This brings us to a very important thing that some of you should know, most of you do. It's handcuff season, baby. Get those handcuffs out. You need to be going out there, getting on the waiver wire. Get somebody's handcuff. Get the handcuffs handcuff. Shit happens. Uh, secondly, league fees. Gonna bring it up again. I'm gonna post the Venmo link like for real this time. I'll actually put it up there. Um, and let's get those paid up so that we aren't getting to the end of the year every year. And uh, you know, I have to tell the whoever wins, probably me this time. Uh, you know, you gotta wait for your money because uh, it's not necessarily fair to them. I have started to wonder though, am I a shitty commissioner? Because it does seem to happen in every league that I'm in. Maybe I'm too nice. So this brings me to my next point. Do we need to make a co-commissioner and your sole job is just to like, maybe even a co-co-commissioner? I think we have a co-commissioner. So we need a co-co-commissioner that is just like a fucking the long dick of the law. I just need you to break kneecaps when league fees aren't paid. I think that's going to be someone's job. Probably the shortest one of you, which is my dad. He lives in Georgia, but he'll get it taken care of, I promise. Um, anyways, uh, another thing. Uh, I, I did make an amendment to the scoring on these uh, roster breakdowns for you guys. Um, I did. I was able to set a baseline with just using like one normal digits. But I noticed as I was going through, it was very hard to continue to keep things separated and actually get a difference in these points. So I started using half points as well. Um, Zach's is going to stay where it's at because I feel like it would be... He was the first, and I feel like it would just be kind of uh, you know, not truthful if I went back and started editing things. So his is going to stay where it was at. It was the baseline. Um, but from that point on, we're going to start using half points uh, so that I can actually differentiate between teams. Because some of it's closer than you might think. You might t think your team's a shit, but actually going through this, I realized that this is a lot closer than even maybe I thought it was. Um, so that's pretty much it. Let's go ahead and get into the next segment, which is the news, baby. All right, first up in the news segment, Xavier Howard wants out of Miami. Too many hot chicks, apparently. Who knew? Anthony Miller, meanwhile, got out of Chicago. Too many old dicks. 
too many mustaches. The 80s are done. It, it worked then. It doesn't work now, baby. You got you to gotta shave those off. It's beard time. Uh, Justin Jackson has COVID. Who cares? The notable COVID players are Curtis Samuel and David back to your mommy. Uh, and uh, that's pretty much it. Everybody else, you know, who fucking cares? The Colts coach, again, who fucking cares? Not really much notable going on with that team as far as fantasy goes. Um, I mean, unless you really like Jonathan Taylor, <coughs> Jared. Um, but, uh, yeah, have fun with the guy that just you really can't catch the football. Uh, Deshaun Watson. P.S. Yes, I've noticed I really talk shit mostly to you, Jared. And I think that will be continue to be a theme. And I think you might be the only person I won't allow on this show to defend yourself. Uh, anyways, next up, Deshaun Watson. Is still a Texan and always an accused serial rapist? I'm curious how that's going to go because we have certain people who root for certain teams and uh, their quarterback was accused of something but never proven of it. And I really wonder if your team gets this Deshaun Watson guy, if your tune's going to change. I can't wait. And please, God, don't let him come to the Steelers because if the, if the Steelers get Deshaun Watson and I have to deal with fucking 20 more years of rape jokes i might just start watching ohio state and just you know exclusively and just listen to people tell me that they just cheat and you know get their players tattoos or whatever it is that they did to win their games well whatever uh that's the end of the news nothing else news and noteworthy teams are trying to trade within our league um but nothing has materialized as of yet I suppose there was a trade. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, the trade that went off right after the episode was debuted, so we really didn't get to talk about it uh, last week. That was pretty cool. Uh, I really appreciate that. Um, oh, yeah, and I guess Aaron Rodgers is going to stay a Packer, which I think most of us knew. We all talked our shit, but... Um, oh, yeah, and they got Randall Cobb. I'd say rush to the waiver wire, but, yeah, Jared already picked him up. Blah, blah, talk shit, blah, blah. Um, okay, that's it. That's the end of the news segment. We're getting into the next one. Works pretty hard in this next drop. Pretty excited about it. Hope you enjoy it. If you don't, I don't actually care that much. So, yeah, let's go. Roster breakdown. Breakdown! Yeah! Your team fucking sucks! Oh! All right, the next person on our list, the 11th team in the rankings. And unfortunately, the two bottom teams did happen to be the two that had some trouble with the auto draft, and that's on me. Um, I will uh, pick someone for you to kick in the nuts. I'm I'm a very uh, gracious leader, and I will allow you to kick anyone in this league in the nuts that is not me. Um, but the next one it is, Brian, can you smed what the Berg is cooking? His roster comes in at 11, and we're going to go ahead and jump in with the quarterback position. Uh, his starting quarterback that he has in right now, and again, is probably one of the most underrated players in all of fantasy, and it's Ryan Tannehill. 
Uh, I only gave his entire quarterback room a three and a half, even though Ryan Tannehill has been super efficient. He's been a top five quarterback pretty much since he's taken over for Tennessee. He is older. Uh, he's 33. I don't know how long we can expect this to, to go on. Uh, and then the next quarterback he has is Ryan Fitzpatrick. And he does have Zach Wilson, who, again, he's a high-powered rookie. So that's why the three and a half goes there. Where Zach last week, I really just feel like Zach Wilson's fantasy ceiling is higher than Mac Jones. So they get about a half-point jump on where Zach was just because I think they each have a an a elder statesman uh, starting that can, can – could easily finish in the top 10 and probably will. Uh, but after that, the depth can be a little murky. And I just think that Zach Wilson, hell, even if the team isn't very good, he's starting right now, and I think he just provides the most upside. So I had to lead, uh, give him the lead there against Zach and give him a three and a half. Even if, ooh, I got the burpees. Uh, even if Ryan Tannehill... Loses a little bit of, of efficiency. He threw 30, 33 touchdowns last year. Um, with Julio Jones now in the lineup, I just think that uh, the Monstars there in the Tennessee area are going to be really hard to stop, and I think Ryan Tannehill is going to benefit from that. Uh, next, we get to his running back position, and this is where this is his lowest grade. Uh, he got a two and a half there. Which is lower than Zach's. And again, I just think Zach had a little bit more depth. I, and I like the Joe Mixon, Kareem Hunt, the Ohio running backs there uh, for Brian. But um, other than Damian Harris on the bench, I mean, we've got guys that just, just aren't going to play much football this year. So this lineup is a little murky. I like the starters, but uh, we are an injury away from... Anthony McFarland and LaShawn McCoy being the primary backups. And I just don't know. I don't know if you're going to be able to get through the season that way. Bye weeks are going to come in heavy. We have, you know, an extra flex spot compared to most leagues. I just think it's going to get a little murky there. And you might – I've used murky twice. No more murky. If I say murky again, you have to drink. I've already drank, so I don't have to. But if I say murky again, you take a drink of whatever it is that you have. Uh, but, yeah, the running back position, I think this is just – one of the weaker groups, surprisingly, it's not the weakest. The weakest is actually ahead uh, in the overall rankings of, of this team, which might surprise you. But uh, we have a straight-up just mur- – no, not murky. Drink. Um, we have a straight-up just – I don't understand what this person is doing with their roster coming up next um, at the running back position. So we'll go ahead and move on to the wide receiver. And this is another group where – I just I see this very middle of the road. Chris Godwin uh, and uh, Deontay Johnson and Corey Davis is a very nice. That's what he has in his starting lineup, uh, and he also has Miko Hardman in there as well. We hear that Miko Hardman is supposed to take over that wide receiver two role. We'll see. I'll, I'm not going to hold my breath. Uh, but other than that, I mean, Chris Godwin, Deontay Johnson, and Corey Davis, you should see a lot of targets coming in uh, in that group, and then you have. Uh, Gabriel Davis, who a lot of people were high on in Buffalo, if Josh Davis, could, Josh Davis, uh, <laughs> if Josh Allen can continue to play well and at a high level, if Gabriel Davis is able to keep that number two receiver job, then we should see some some good volume there. 
Um, and Rashad Bateman, first-round pick for Baltimore. Uh, that's another young player that a little bit of low volume. He might not ever be an elite player, but for depth behind a couple of players who have some some elite ability. This team doesn't have a, a ton of the upper rushing on talent, but if Chris Godwin can come back to form and Deontay Johnson can continue to see that kind of volume and then Corey Davis can continue to build on what he has done in his career as a very high draft pick, uh, this could be a really, really deep receiver room. But as of right now, I just see it as kind of middle of the road. We need to see more, same as uh, Zach's team uh, in the last group. Zach's team was one of the worst. Probably he was the worst, uh, I believe, in the overall rankings at the tight end position. This team, in again, is very middle of the road to me. They come in at a three and a half. Um, with Mark Andrews being the starter, I know a lot of you are going to go, Mark Andrews, how is he only a three and a half? Keep in mind, I'm grading this on a scale of what we have in our league. And uh, three is kind of being the average in the league. And we have one team that I just think this comes nothing close to. And a couple others that I think have more depth. Mark Andrews is a good tight end, but he is touchdown dependent, in my opinion. Uh, there's That's just a very small pie there in Baltimore in terms of volume. And I don't think... Uh, I just don't think Mark Andrews is going to score 16 touchdowns or whatever it was he had in that one season 11 or 12 he is an above average fantasy tight end and uh three and a half is an above average score for this league and beyond that and another reason i couldn't score this much higher um the the backups we have anthony ferkser i don't think anthony ferkser is going to take up a ton of what uh johnny smith had done before i think those are gone and julio those design touches that were for John Smith was essentially kind of a gadget backup tight end for them. I think those targets will just kind of find their way throughout the offense. I don't think that Anthony Ferkshire is going to see a lot more. And the other tight end is Trey McKitty, who is a nice, a nice player, a nice stash for uh, Brian's taxi squad. But also, um, I just can't score this tight end group super high considering what we we're, we're going to see in the future with some of these roster breakdowns at the tight end position. Um, and then we get to the kicker position. Um, I gave this one a four. And in years past, this would have been a five as well. But Mason Crosby no longer has the uh, the old boot that he used to. And I think he is he's a very solid kicker. But you're not gonna I don't think you're gonna get some of those crazy weeks that you might see from other kickers um for fantasy. He's he's gonna be very efficient. He's but he's not going to make a ton of super long field goals, especially with one of the most efficient quarterbacks coming back to play for them. You're just not going to get to see uh, any real week winning kind of weeks from a kicker, which I know sounds crazy, but eventually, occasionally you do kind of get those weeks, and I just think Mason Crosby is is beyond that. Um, defensively, this is another group that is middle of the road. I gave this group a three. Uh J.J. Watt and Lyndon Williams are two of the best defensive linemen in the league. Um, but then you have uh, Anthony Barr, Shaq Thompson, Miles Jack, guys that we're projecting a little bit onto. Um, Kevin Byard and Logan Ryan are good players. But, again, we're not elite fantasy players, so we're just we're, we're fine there for Brian. It's, uh, it's a three. Nothing crazy, but nothing bad either. This is going to be a defense. This defense is not going to hold him back um, from – winning any games uh, i think if anything does it will be if any losses happen to come at the running back position this team could be in a little bit of trouble uh so we add all that up 
that gives this team um, a half point over our last team at 19 and a half, and that lands them just under a B minus. This is a C plus team, uh, same as Zach's team. Uh, the both were C pluses, but uh, but a half point difference from what I could see um, in these teams. So th- so that's what that's the breakdown for you, Brian. I hope you kind of agree with what I said. If not, um, I also don't really give that much of a fuck. Um, because it's my podcast. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, let me know what you thought about the drop. Let me know what you would uh, like to hear in the future. I also realized that we got 12 teams and really only have guys. We don't, we don't have that long. I think we have what six, seven weeks left uh, before the season starts. So I'm gonna have to start pumping these out. Uh, maybe two a week or so until we can get up there uh, to the regular season. We're we're getting pretty close. I would still like to meet up with everybody too one more time um, before the league starts, maybe even just get together and watch a preseason game. So so kind of let me know what's going on with that uh, in the comments when we drop this episode. That's it. Smell you later. And remember, may your roster be plentiful. And remember... May your roster be plentiful. Your waivers always go through. And if you don't like this league, suck my balls.